With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode of Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Your Forest, a podcast about the natural world. Hear stories about the environment, renewable resources, conservation, forestry, hunting, fishing, and more. This is a podcast for those who cannot live without the joys and wonders of all wild things. Find Your Forest wherever you get your podcasts or at yourforestpodcast.com. That's yourforestpodcast.com. Com. Enjoy the show. Hey fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us go down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field. Bang him! Bang him! Bang him! Somebody light me up! It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL, and we're a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and we're also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and thank you so much for joining us tonight, or downloading the pod, if that's what you have done, and we really appreciate you joining us. Uh, I guess tonight I say I really appreciate you joining us, because for the first time we're doing this a little bit differently And all you get is me. So if you turn off now, I understand. Otherwise, uh, let's see if we can get through this together uh, with a little chat uh, down in the YouTube's part. Put that down there. And uh, because Superfan Mike isn't here this evening, I will do the like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Uh, thank you again for joining us. We do appreciate it. Uh, this night, tonight, I, I'm maybe taking this a little bit from you know Jay Onright or not, but tonight we are mailing it in, mailing it in because that is basically what our team does these days. Uh, we are a little bit shy on uh, getting a lot of things done with the team. So uh, let's get into our game recap. I guess before I do that, let me wish everyone that's joining a very happy Thanksgiving and I hope your weekend was great. Uh, Nice long weekend for all of us. And I hope you guys had a great long weekend. And thank you, Jerry Cooper, for putting the classic WKRP line in the chat right away because that was outstanding. All right, let's get to our topics for this evening because, my goodness, we have a few. Starting with the one we didn't want to talk about, and that is that the Elks... Oh, I actually almost blew it there. The Elks got drubbed once again. And uh, this time by the Bombers. Um, It was uh, a tough game. Fifth time this season they've had a big blowout. Uh, I've witnessed three of them live, and this one I got through uh, most of it uh, through the TV (laughs) feed. Um, Tough loss for sure. And there's not a ton of goods to talk about in this game, but I I wanted to focus on three 
goods in particular. Uh, and I, pretty sure that they sound awfully familiar to all of us that we've uh, that we're talking to each other on special teams Christian Salisbury is making a difference and I I'm excited to watch his development I I as coach Vic said online you know he's moving mountains and continue to move mountains and I I'm really enjoying watching him play and he's he's got to get that TD soon enough I hope it's at home so that we can all actually properly cheer him um but uh this is one of those guys that we can start building around uh I'm really glad that he is part of the special teams and how long has it been since we've been really excited about a special teams player yeah seven-ish years, I would say. So uh, he's starting to set records. So, so glad that uh, Christian is here and uh, so glad that we now have the connection with Christian Salisbury's mom because he sent, they, or she sent us a, a video of when he was a little kid playing football and it was outstanding. It was awesome. So I am very excited to talk about that. Uh, next one, Dylan Mitchell. Another 100-yard game, another massive long TD, 59 yards. I don't know what else to say about this kid. Again, another one that is just somebody we can build about and somebody on the offense that we're excited to see. Uh, lots of catches, lots of moving the ball, um, especially when we now have if receivers seem to be going down with injury at will. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a little creepy that that's happening, but uh, he's stepping up and taking advantage of the situation. So uh, very, very happy that uh, he's around as well. And the last one, and this is Mike's from last week, but uh, Jake Serezna, again, just standing out on the defense, um, coming through the line, getting pressures. We didn't get any sacks this game, uh, but Serezna was in there when he could be. So uh, just massive. So now there's only two games left. So I, I guess that's at this point a good for this particular season. The unfortunate part is they're both at home. So we're going to have to see if that actually makes a difference or not. But they got to win one, right? Out of there? One? Maybe? Please? Please? Uh, all right. The bad of this game. Uh, I, I It's hard to put it into words, but... It seemed like there was just no drive, no intensity, no emotion, no fight, um, especially after the Bombers scored their second touchdown. It was like they just couldn't get it going after that. And uh, I understand we had more injuries. I mean, Kevin Brown, we know, went in a little nicked up and then was injured, injured, and had to leave the game, uh, which is horrible. Um, then the other injuries in this game, we had Osikusi go down, we had Pelly go down. It's that it's not helping the cause. It's, again, one of those things where we're rotating guys all the time. And um, as much as I understood this season to be kind of a preseason-type season, oy, I don't think we any of us really expected to be quite like that. So we're playing our, our third and fourth depth chart, guys, and uh, we're playing against starters. So, you know, it it's going to be tough. Um, we lose the turnover battle once again, uh, which we know that that's a huge difference. And uh, now at the end of the first half, I, I believe the Bombers' time of possession was way out of control in comparison to ours. We ended, we finished only a couple of minutes behind, but that uh, didn't really show up in the scoreboard at all. Um, first four drives for the Bombers, all TDs. And 
it, it it's hard to play a game once you get down like that. So I can see where it would be tough to kind of get to back into the right books and start to do things that we want to have happen. So uh, that was really tough. And, and the Elks only scoring in the second half was a field goal. So I guess once again, we can say thank goodness for Sergio because at least we're getting some field goals. That's great. Uh, in the chat, I can see that Christian Salisbury's mom is saying that Christian and Dylan played in the same high school sports association. Uh, so they already knew each other. Um, so which is that is extra cool. <laughs> the two guys were just talking about us being building blocks, having known each other for a long time. So that's fantastic. Uh, and I guess that means that we should probably go over dinner with both of them. We can show them around to some good places around here so that they want to stay. That's the exciting part. Um, all right. Uh, not much else to go with on this game. If you have any comments that you want to talk about or where the team is at, throw them in the chat and I'll get to them and we can we can chat about it as we go through here. This episode is also brought to you by Park Power, your friendly local utilities provider in Alberta. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your internet, electricity and natural gas from. Park Power has low overhead, which in turn allows them to offer low competitive rates. Reach out for a no obligations comparison by emailing estimates at parkpower.ca. And if you decide to switch, it's easy. It's really just a change to your billing and you can feel good knowing you are helping to give back to our communities with your utilities bills. Learn more at parkpower.ca. That's parkpower.ca. And we're back to the show. Uh, I, I don't really have a, a hoard and tell for you this evening. Uh, what I do have is about seven of these Slurpee cups. So uh, I have a couple of extras. If anybody is in need of needing one of these Slurpee cups uh, and you want to complete your collection or have one of the Elks ones, please reach out to me. And uh, I've got a couple extras that I could send somebody's way. Now, let's get into week 19. Because week 19 has the Elks back at home to play the Toronto Argonauts. I see Tim Capper asking us to please beat Toronto, and I hope we can. Um, it's going to be a tough one, though. Their defense is playing out of this world right now, and uh, we're missing a lot of our offense, to say the least. So uh, it's still going to be a challenge here to get through that. Uh, of course, Argos are fresh off their win over the BC Lions last weekend. Um I, I, let's talk about some keys to the game for this one. The keys to the game for me is start with some fire and hopefully score first. If they can score first, I think they'll play like a different team. I think that Taylor plays better at home when he's got the lead. I think the the team itself just needs to be get ahead and feel like they can get ahead. Because if they get in that hole early, that could be a problem. And we don't want that. And I think that uh, one of the things that they could do too is that defense needs to start strong. Uh, the last couple of games, obviously, they've not been able to start in that first quarter. And if we can start and kind of shake up McLeod Bethel Thompson a little, maybe that helps us. Maybe that helps us. But the exciting part is, uh, I, I missed this part as I was talking about the st setup to the game. There will be a tailgate. That's right. The game starts at 5 o'clock, so somewhere around 2.30, quarter to 3, our tailgate should be set up. And this week, it is bacon, mac, and cheese, so make sure that you come by. I know our good friend Will Gertler from the Argos FanCast will be here as well, so we're excited to have him finally join the tailgate and be part of that as we get into the game. So that's going to be amazing. Um, and I see Will is in the chat saying, don't beat Toronto. So now, Capper and... 
Will can duke it out in the chat. But uh, unfortunately, this time, Will, I am going to side with Capper because I would like to see a win. Just one win at home. I would love to see that. Just one. Come on, help us out. Just something. Oh, my goodness. Um, Other keys to the game for this. Defense, like I said, defense starts strong. Hopefully score the first points. Blocking. Set up, Christian. Come on. The guy can run. Open up. We know we can do it. We can get that touchdown, and and that's going to be so exciting. We'll be there waiting and jumping up in the stands and enjoying watching Chris Agar shave his head. So, come on, Christian. That's what we need to have. Uh, Let's see what's in the chat here that we can talk about. Uh, Jerry Cooper talking about the Argos really don't have a running game, so we need to stick it to MBT. Worried about our DBs, so the front three or four need to win this one for us. Now, the only thing is that I will say about that is Olette has been getting better every week, especially the catching out of the backfield. So I think you're right in the front seven has to be able to stand up tall. Um, That front four has got to be getting some pressure, sometimes three, I know, uh, when they drop back into that fourth linebacker. But if that fourth linebacker is there, then they've got to be covering Ouellette. They got to have somebody that's ready when he's catching that screen pass out of the back and clobbering him at the line of scrimmage. That's what we have to hope for. So I I know they say there isn't much of a running game, but they seem to be finding a way. And the other thing that Willette does really well that uh, we were seeing with Kevin Brown is bouncing off guys or running through guys. Uh, I know Willette was doing that quite a bit last week, so we shall see if that's where things come from. But I'm, I'm, I think that front four is going to be ma- – front seven is going to be massive in this game. They really need to step up and, and help us to win this game at home. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's go to our pickums. Pickums this week is kind of fun. Uh, there's they have three other games. If anybody has a good over under prop bet for us, throw that in the chat. We'll get that going for us. Uh, now, the first game this week, Montreal at Ottawa. This one is back in Ottawa. So the rematch from the game that just happened today where Ottawa won. Ottawa won. I think they have the same wins as us now. I think we're both at four. Yay. Okay. Uh, so need, needlessly to say, all three of us picked Montreal to win in the rematch next week because it's Ottawa at home and we know what that feels like. Hamilton at Calgary. This one in Calgary. Uh, Mike is going with the Hamilton Tiger Cats in this game, while Kayla and I begrudgingly are both going with Calgary. Uh, I think Calgary at home coming off the bye. Do we need to say more? That's kind of what they do. Yep. So I would say Calgary wraps that one up to make sure that they get up in the standings as well. Winnipeg at BC. This should be a very interesting game this week. Uh, Kayla is going with the BC Lions. Both Mike and I are going with Winnipeg because I think Winnipeg does want to set a tone knowing the fact that they're going to have to play BC in the playoffs. Uh, we know that that's likely to happen. So I think there is going to be, a, you know, Winnipeg is locked up first. Yes, they they could rest a few people. Not sure it matters. I still think Winnipeg takes that one. Uh, BC's in for a, a good battle there. So that's that's exciting to see. Let's see what we got here. Um, we got Coach Vick saying, tackle strong, no body checking. Wow. 
great key to the game. That is so true. So many flying shoulders and not enough wrapping up the arms and wrapping them down. I 100% agree with you. Uh, then Tim said, Andrew, what changed for Cornelius from Montreal to Winnipeg and what can be done to bring a win home? Well, Ken responded, Winnipeg's defense. And I can't, <laughs> I can't really argue with that. That's very true. Uh, but I really do think that, that the confidence just goes if they get in a hole. Um, and, it seems to me Cornelius sometimes when like when he's on, you can tell he and he just the balls are getting right where they need to be. But if he's just a bit off, they're overthrown, underthrown. You know, it, it doesn't seem like they're he's as on target. And I I don't know what else is going through his head. But the one thing that I did notice in in the last game was that he he didn't run nearly as much. And and maybe that's what he needs. He needs that balance of the running. And then the accuracy comes, but it just seemed like Winnipeg's defense just shut that down. And he didn't really get the opportunity. I think that was the biggest difference between the two, between the two for sure. Um, Cliffy D uh, saying, if Ottawa wins at home, I may have to kick a puppy. Well, I, I don't want, I, I don't want that Poor puppies. You don't want that for any puppies. Um, it's not, that's not very good. Um, our favorite penguin, Patrick Penguin, saying, what can be done? Wear away duds at home. We have nothing else to lose. And at this point, maybe that helps. Uh, I, all the, the away duds did not help us very much last week. I must say that. Uh, let's make it an easy prop bet for this week, shall we? Let's do it a straight up easy one. Are we getting the return TD from Christian Salisbury this week? Yes or no? So I'll just put return TDs at 0.5. So over yes, under no. I'm going with the over. I hope you guys will too. That's exciting. Um, so that, that'll be very exciting as well. Uh, Coach Vic seeing Cornelius is still so young when it comes to a starting quarterback. Fragile confidence. And that's kind of what I was feeling. Yeah, I was feeling like it's not quite there yet where he just feels he can go in and change a game. It's better if he's got control of the game beforehand. And as soon as things kind of go south, it eh, doesn't go so well. So that's my feeling about it anyway. So... Uh, all right, let's get to our fantasy football this week in the CFL Pod Fantasy League. Uh, Mike and I both found our way through to the quarterfinals. I have no idea how I did that, but some type of fluke. But Mike put up the second highest score of the week, so he's killing it in fantasy right now. Uh, we're both in the semifinals. Both of the semifinals uh, basically are Elks versus Bombers. Uh, as I get Joe from the Rouge, White, and Blue podcast, which is a rematch of last year's final. So one of us is getting back to the final and the and the other one it's uh cooper trooper from uh canadian football countdown uh ryan coop taking on Superfan mike and uh now Superfan mike tends to have ryan's number when it comes to fantasy and i hope he does again because if we find a way there is a possibility that we could have an all turf district final which would be amazing but we both have tough challenges this week. So if you want to follow along with all the fun from that, uh, check it out at CFL pod fantasy on Twitter. Uh, and of course you can find out all of those great shows at CF pod network 
on Twitter. So make sure that you're chasing and following all those great shows, uh, subscribing, liking, all of those fun things that we like you to do. Make sure you follow along. That'd be great. Uh, okay, back to the prop bet. Uh, Jerry Cooper saying over. It's going to happen. All right, I love it. Uh, Patrick Penguin is saying over, but it will be called back. Well, hmm, hmm that's an it's a good twist, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um. Uh, Cliffy D saying, I sincerely hope Salisbury gets a return. Teddy, be great to see. I 100% agree, and uh, we'll we'll take it. We'll take any return we can possibly get. Just any points. Anything to drag out some kind of win at home would be wonderful. We have two games to do it. We have nothing else to play for other than to win at home. Just win at home. That would be great. I don't know. Is my confidence coming through? I'm really trying. Really trying to put the confidence through. Um, all right, let's do a couple of plugs here. Uh, super fan, Mike, you can find him at 56 parkies. You can find the Edmonton football history at E D M H I S T O R double E. Of course, you can find the commissioner at Duchess Lombardi on Twitter. Uh, our APN shout out this week is to, I love this. You should too podcast podcast about sharing the things you like with people you love, regardless of how terrible you think their taste may be. Find them and all the other great shows at the albertapodcastnetwork.com. There we are. Uh, Pay it forward with football. Make sure you're following our friends there as they continue to spread kindness, which is what we need in this world today. And check out our friend Celeste's blog, vinyljourney.com. And of course, you can join in the huddle with us at the Turf District. That's on on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course, on YouTube, where you are watching us now. So we appreciate that. Um, And if you're on YouTube live, uh, we'll do a little bit of overtime here right away to do a little more chatting uh, because I want to make sure that we get in a bit more uh, questions there and answer some of those for you. Otherwise, we will be back next week. uh, We're going to set up, well, mercifully, I guess, the final game of 2022 and more importantly, the final tailgate of the season because that'll be very exciting. Uh, Before we sign off, I'll just uh, get a couple of things here that we've got in the chat. Uh, Christian Salisbury's mom saying Christian was mic'd up on Saturday. Ooh, exciting. That will be on uh, CFL Wired, which I believe is on Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights on TSN. Uh, We'll see if we can get that information out to you, Mama Salisbury, so that you can absolutely catch that. I'd be very curious to see what he says as well. Uh, And Patrick Penguin saying, how do you think the save on million dollar kickoff return person feels when they get their name drawn for an Elks game? (laughs) Knowing they, well, they don't have zero chance of winning because the other team could get one. That's happened lots. So they have a chance. There's always a chance. Um, yeah, we always play the games. That's what uh, Coach Vic says. Stay positive. That's why we play the games. And there's nothing better on a game day than a Coach Vic pump up video before the game starts. It'll be very exciting. Uh, don't forget this this week too. Uh, it is the U of A game beforehand. And Jerry Cooper, thank you for mentioning that. Uh, the uh, you same ticket. You can get in see the U of A game, and then stick around and watch the Elks play after. And in the middle, you can come back out, meet us in the tailgate, have some bacon, mac and cheese, get back in, watch some Elks. That's a good day right there. Lots of football, lots of green and gold football, exactly what we want. So for Commissioner K and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Thank you for joining me for, for this brief show where we mailed it in. 
did our best. And uh, we will absolutely talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter. 